Welcome to Vision the Visible Podcast. I'm Amber. And my name is Derica. And we're two sisters working in corporate America. We're also independent travel advisors. So Derica, tell us about what Vision the Visible is. Well, everything starts with the mind. Thoughts become visions, visions become dreams, and it takes faith to make those dreams visible. So we're just two girls trying to live out our dreams. Right. With this podcast, we'll be talking about faith, entertainment, travel, entrepreneurship, trending topics, and so much more. So with that being said, let's jump right into this episode. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Vision to Visible Podcast. I'm Amber. And I am Derica. Welcome back, you all. So glad to have you guys back. So, as always, we start off our uh, podcast with something good, right? So, we always do put love above you first. Um, But before we get into put love above you segment, we are talking about Black history. Um, but I want to just see what's going on with you today, Derica. Well, um, everything is lovely. Everything is lovely. Yeah, okay. everything is lovely. Um, it's been a good week. Yeah. I can't complain. Um, work is stressful. And, you know, taking care of elderly parents is, is also, you know. A job. Ta- a job self. in itself. So I'm right. good. I'm good. I'm I'm ready for this podcast. Ooh. I've been enjoying <laughs> doing this with my sister right here. So it's oh. it's been a it's been a good experience so, so far. Likewise, I enjoy doing this with you as well. Um, as you guys know, you know, I'm still is- potty training Trevor. Trevor's my son, guys. And so it's it's a struggle. He's he's getting there, but not there. You know, he's he's making progress in the right direction. So uh, pray for me. And oh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this has been my week. It's been a great week. It's, it was super duper fast for me, but um, it's been a great week so far. Okay. Um. So in, as part of our Put Love Above You segment, for this particular month, we're doing Black History Spotlights, okay? And so for this particular podcast today, we're going to talk about James West. Okay, you like wondering who is James West? James West was um or is an inventor and professor, okay? He and a guy named Gerard Sessler, hmm. they decided to develop an inexpensive and um highly sensitive compact microphone, all right? Hmm. And so um he has contributed to Several industries such as, you know, radio, music, technology, and engineering, science, and medicine. And the microphones that we're using right now, actually, you know, we're still using his particular um, idea. His brainchild, yeah. Yes, it's called the Electric, not electric, but Electric mm-hmm. Transducer Technology. And it's in 90% of the contemporary microphones right now. Okay. Wow. He wow. Is, he was born in um, February, nineteen thirty-one. So he celebrated a birthday, February tenth, and um, he's about ninety, what, ninety-two years old now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, yeah. He's still around. Still around. So thank you, James West. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be able to do this podcast right now. Exactly. Kudos. We'd be thank able to talk you. on our, our cell phones. So thank you. 
And um, he grew up, you know, tinkering with anything, you know, that he could probably figure out. He would open up everything and play with it. He had to know what was inside. Mm, sounds very familiar. Yeah, our dad was like that, you know. <laughs> he yes. wanted to fix everything. So that's how great inventors are born. They have to know what's making it tick, what's making it work. So Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, that is an awesome, awesome. And this, um, my source is biography.com. All right. Okay. Yes. Actually, like, oh, I didn't know about him. Yeah, biography.com, guys. James West. James West. And like I said, he was a person who, who hey, had, did a vision to visible, right? He mm-hmm. had a vision for something. Yeah. You know, these creators, you know, and I, I'm all about uh, STEM and STEAM education anyways. And so when you talk about inventors, my juices get to flowing, you know, because that, that takes me um, back to my baby, um, my nonprofit. So, um, you know, I'm all about STEAM and STEM education. And so this is perfect, a perfect candidate for I Put Love Above You. You know, he cared enough about uh, for the future to um, make sound, make the microphone a little bit better. Um, and, you know, he probably sacrificed a lot of nights and days and trying to get his vision up uh, and running. And so um, kudos to him. We appreciate the invention and we are still using it today. Awesome, awesome job, Derrica, for sharing that with us. Oh, no problem. All right. Put love above you guys. All right. Now let's get into Married at First Sight, Season 16, Episode 6. The episode is called You Dropped a Bomb on Me. All right. (laughs) There's so many things going on in this episode, guys. Bombs being dropped left and right this episode. Yeah. People getting attitudes, catching the two, child. Catching two. Uh huh. So we're going to. Cracking on each other. Right. Right. Shots fired. What's going on? Bang. Okay. So. We're going to start off talking about Dominique and McKinley. Okay, so they're, you know, it opens up. They're in bed. Mm-hmm. Why are they always in bed? In every episode, <laughs> it's like they got to start out in bed. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, they're in bed, and Dominique mentions that she wants to go horseback riding on the beach. Right. All right, so McKinley claims that he has ridden horses ever since he's was a child right and um he knows how to perform tricks and all this kind of stuff right and for some reason dominique doesn't believe him i don't know what he's done or what is giving her a pause but she's kind of giving side eye like really never did it (laughs) like really really do yes you know and so um it's kind of interesting and i I guess i don't know she's had an experience with him before or something where he Claims because he be complaining all the time. Oh yeah, she, you know, and he's not. He's basically have shown her in the last few days that he's not the type. He's not the adventurous type, but she is. She's she told us she was a tomboy at first, and I'm doggone and I'm believing her because yeah. she like all this stuff, and he's like, uh, I'd rather just you know. Basically, he's basically saying like today on this episode, he's like, I'm, I basically just kind of like wanna sit on the beach today, and she's like, No, you know, we ain't gonna waste this opportunity. We in Jamaica. Yeah. We're about to do all this stuff. We're doing these all these excursions, honey. Yeah. We're about to she like, take advantage of it. She was like, we're in Florida. That's fine. Yeah, but not but, in Jamaica. Yeah. You're in a whole other country. Come yeah. on, dude. But I, I feel her on that because it's like, okay, I get that type of attitude when I'm on vacation, especially if I'm out of the country, like if on a cruise or something like that. I'm always like, 
I'm, I'm a, I find a little bit more adventurous in me than I normally am at home. You know what I mean? But if, I hate that freaking Mac is not trying to find none of it, really. He's like complaining about it the whole time. But he's doing it. And I feel like he's trying to get out of his shell and everything like that. But he needs to keep his mouth closed because her uh, attraction level to him. Yeah, has increased. Uh, she said that he's about a 6.5, you know, on the attraction level. But like a four or five on the romantic side, and that's because Ooh. he jokes all the time. She can't really tell when he's being serious and when it's a joke. Right, and I'm I'm a silly person. I I think I take everything lightly a lot of times, but I'm also very serious. So I really not I'm I'm silly, but I don't like sarcasm, and so I can see how she may not like his humor style. I'm not sure if he's uh, sarcastic or not. I'm not sure, but I know for me. When I'm first meeting someone, I'm trying to take everything you say at face value. And my husband, he had that issue early on in our relationship. Like, he was like, you know, people find me funny. I'm like, I don't think you're funny. You know, I don't think you're a funny person at all. He's a very serious person. But when he tries to be funny, he's doing it as a sarcasm or dry humor. And it's like, I'm I'm trying to learn you. Let me learn you and know what you're, like, you know, if you say, like, um, yeah, like, uh. You know, so uh, basically, beats. I like beats. To eat. Sar- I like to eat beats. I'm like, okay, when he say that, okay, you sarcasm like beats. requires like, a you, little you, bit of backstory, backstory, a little bit of rapport yes, with someone to for them to understand. Not for real, <laughs> yeah, you're a joke. Not with somebody you just met. Just meeting. I don't know what you like to do. I don't know if you would jump off the building. <laughs> but also, sarcasm is you know you kind of pick up on their body language too, mm-hmm. or their you know yeah. So yeah. I get it. If a person, you know, was sarcastic my first time meeting them, I think I would get it because I pick up on cues. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a certain way they look or some sort of way they, you know, their facial expression or their eyes or whatever lets me know they're just joking. Right. So, I don't really read too much into it. Yeah, not saying he is, but I'm just saying I, that, would, that would piss me off too, just me, somebody, because everything is a joke. Everything you just telling me is 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 not true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know about that, but um, Mac need to get it together, hunty. <laughs> and also, like, well, I go back when we have a lot of things about them. At the end of the episode, we'll talk about the the guys um, when they meet up and the girls meet up. Um, but the next couple we'll talk about is... Um, Gina and Clint. Gina and Clint. Woo! The toxicity yeah. <laughs> of them. So so their scene um starts out with them in the pool, I believe. Um yeah. they have like a romantic little floating snack breakfast. or whatever. Yeah. Floating breakfast. Floating breakfast. So cute. Yeah. But she's like constantly talking about her job. You know, and he was saying, like, oh my God, like I work a regular eight to five. So I guess he feels like when I'm off work on vacation, I just want to just focus on the, the moment and not think about work. Mm-hmm. But she's an entrepreneur. And so that lifestyle, that conversation kind of carries over to your personal life because mm-hmm. you're consumed by your work. Because your work is your baby. And I, I can I see both sides in this in the conversation. You know, she is definitely the editors are also showing Clint's side of this. Like she is always talking about the salon, the salon. Oh, I'm a beautician. Oh, I oh I do hair. She's always telling somebody that she does. She has her own business. 
she has she does hair you know it's constantly he was like he made a comment saying this is a promo for the salon or you trying to really get married to me you know mm-hmm. and i feel him on that because she does always something she says always go back to the dance salon. yeah and you he can't peel back the layers of her because all she wants to give for as far as information about her is the salon and like i can say i'm i was like that as well when i was starting my nonprofit. Mm-hmm. I was it, it consumed me. Everything I was talking about was that you know at school care, at school care, and it's like you was actually telling me like that is how you gonna talk about it's not gonna daycare. Yeah, because I was stuff. like, okay, so like prior to her starting the after school program, she and I would talk about different TV shows like we're doing right now. Yep, <laughs> we would have that time and we would bond over that. You know, just laugh and cut up, and then so. That kind of like shifted when she started the after school program. And it was like every time I talked to her, it was about that. I mean, every single conversation. When I started, it's and about that's kids cool, and But it's like, all right. Uh, can you think about something else? Can we talk about <laughs> something personal, more personal? But I guess, I mean, you're, it's your baby if you say you put your money into it, and that's very yeah. personal. And that's another to thing, you. too. When you visual, vision the visible, it's like that. You know what I mean? Like we talk about this podcast, and it is definitely hits home with me because I see both sides. I've, I've been a I've been a nine to fiver. You know, we both work now, um, but I've also been a one hundred percent entrepreneur. I've been a one hundred percent, you know, power one c three, you know, director. You know, and so I you eat, sleep, and breathe that particular business mm-hmm. all day. That's your life. You know what I mean? Because you don't have a five, nine to five, a comforts of a nine to five. You know, um, you got to make things shake, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so you visualize the thing that you, you know, the life you want, the, you know, she's visualizing the salon she wants. And so everything she's talking about is that she's speaking it, she's seeing it and she's making it happen. And I, I can't follow her for it totally. But when you're on this show about trying to get a man, you got to scale that back and let him know about you, honey, and mm-hmm. not the salon. So I get it, but I don't get it when it comes to marriage at first sight. Yeah, he said he just wants to get to know her outside of the salon. Like, yeah. girl, I just married you. I don't know anything about you. And that's heavy. It's heavy. And so, like, last like, week. Tell me what your interests are. Who you, you be with. with. Things to you make know, you smile. What numbers to dial. You know, you know what I mean? So. You don't want to know that. Shout out to Big Papa Notorious B.I.G. He wants to know that, Gina. He wants to know that, girl. So let him know that. Okay? So, um, but another thing, too, like, okay, he dropped some bombs, y'all. Okay, so, you know, last week she expressed she doesn't like gingers. 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 Like that. Why? She doesn't like that. Okay. And so he found... And this is she. He wanted to one up her 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 ginger comment, and he basically let everybody know, hey, I like girls that slender and more athletic than you are. You know, he didn't say you are, but it was very much insinuating. Everybody yeah. and their mama picked up on that. Everybody picked up on it. Everybody. It was up like on you it. felt so slighted by being a redhead that you was like, I'm gonna talk about your size because you're a little, you know. Because hurt people hurt oh, people. Yeah. She hurt him first. I mean, everybody's going to kind of like go on the body shaming thing of Clint. But I'm here for Clint a little bit. Yeah. You know, I told you guys, we are sisters, but we do have different point of views. We are very much alike. Oftentimes, men like him do not like curved 
curvaceous women. Curvaceous women, right? They like them really slim and yep. petite and all that. Yeah, because he is straight Caucasian. A lot of Caucasian men. They don't really like, like that, like and so he definitely took a shot at her about that. Bang, bang, major, major shots. And so everybody on the show is because no one is really like slim and trim. Nobody slim and trim. Only slim but, I mean, like, is Jasmine. But even she, but she has, has curves. curves. She has, yeah, she got, yeah, she, got, she, she, has, she has curves. Hips and thighs. And, she's not shut over and down. Yeah. You know, she's not flatty patty and all either. But um, we're going to talk about that. Oh, no. Um, well, yeah, she is slim. I'm, I'm, thinking, she's about, very slim. I'm thinking about um, Kirsten. Kirsten is very Kirsten, she got She got hip and thighs and, and butt, butt and all that. Yeah. So yeah. She has a small waist and all mm-hmm. that. So most of the majority of the women on the show um, are a little, you know, curvy. So. A little curvy. Like Nicole's curvy. You and know? nothing is wrong with that. Nothing Not, is wrong with that, guys. I'm curvy. And, okay. I'm, and I love it. Me too. Yeah. Shout out to my husband. Okay. He like it too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, I mean, he thought he probably had a friend in the group, but everybody woman on their arm was curvy too, so none of the men vouched for him. None of the men were like, yeah, you know, none of the, none of the women get on his side or nothing. It was like, the bomb was dropped. It was like, Dun, 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 dun. Mm. Boom. You know, like, yeah. whoa. Everybody's yes. face like, he really just say that. He really did. But he doubled down on it. Yeah. He felt like, hey, you call me um, a ginger. But he should, I think he should have led with that. You know what I mean? Like, because she basically said, you know, in the attraction department or something like that, like the physical attraction department, we're, we're lacking on that. But we have kissed, you know, several times. Which la- should, should have let him know that. Even though I have I like you. red hair, she still is into me. And she even made a comment saying that she dated a guy that previously was red hair or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's probably one of the best relationships she's, she's had, ever had. You know, because she looked past the look past the physical. So I think she was trying to show optimism, right? And and he was trying to in front of everybody. Yeah, he was trying to but show to him. She showed shade. Mm-hmm. She she basically point blank told him she don't like genders. Point blank, didn't didn't have nothing else to for it. But in front of everybody, she's trying to sugarcoat it and say, you know, like I had she this did, even in the one on one with each other before this episode, she did say she gave another guy a chance, chance. before, even though he was redheaded. He yeah. But that's not her like her preference. Mm-hmm. Right. Like okay, I yeah. prefer a thick man. But have I dated slim guys? Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you. Everyone has their preference, right? But you make certain exceptions sometimes because of a person's heart, their character. That yeah. kind of like supersedes the physical a lot of times, and so right, you realize what's more important, right? And their- so I feel like the way she should have done it was kind of how Kirsten did it, and with the group, and it, it probably would have, and Clint would have probably not said it. You know what I mean? Kirsten did hers, but I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about that later. But Kirsten did her her jab a little bit better in the group setting than Gina did. And that's why Clint kind of responded how he did because he still hurt. He hurt from the last episode, I feel like. Yeah. And that's why, he, like I said, hurt people hurt people and he wanted to get her back in front of everybody because she even, you know, said that he don't, she's not attracted to him in front of everybody. So if he still got a little bit in his heart. Mm-hmm. And men are very sensitive creatures. Don't let nobody fool y'all. Men are very sensitive. You gotta, mm. they gotta guard their heart. They gotta, you know, they have feelings as well. And um, he's not taking lightly to that comment, you know. 
and we're gonna put a tack in in them yeah (laughs) all right so like next up we have jasmine and aris okay okay so yeah they started theirs off with like a massage honey and mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that was a very sexy. It could have been a very sexy moment, um, for them, and they had a good conversation as well. Um, you know, Eris was like, you know, uh, asking was she having a good time and everything, and she was like, you know, not unless you drop more bombs on me, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, hey, I didn't know that was a bomb I gave you last time, so I can't, you know, confirm that it that gonna be no more bombs dropped because you know. You don't know what she's gonna because say. she still has you know residual feelings, carryover feelings from the night before. Right when he said that he's thirty nine, he's never been in love, and she just barely just taking that to heart, which I would as well. That's a red flag for me. A man who ain't never you know you've been in a lot of relationships. Now a lot of times people can be a person that just really does not have any type of serious relationship. And that and that's another thing. But if you say you've been in a relationship with a, a person that's a year and something, and you still ain't found yourself in love with them, and that's that's just a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. And you had, and you thirty nine, so I get her um, stance and her. I get her way of thinking about it, but she shouldn't harp on it. So he was like, you know, I'm not gonna be spending um, the whole honeymoon wondering about the hip, the hypotheticals. You know, right. I mean? like, he's like, I'm not gonna be. Uh, wondering like what I'm gonna say gonna make you hurt you know hurt your feelings and stuff like that. I'm just gonna live my life. We're gonna try to enjoy this honeymoon and move forward. So then she wanna try to massage his feet now. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend, you better than me, honey, because I won't be massaging no man's feet. You got massage <laughs> on me first. <laughs> yeah, she but, tried but to she, massage. But she said that that was the most physical activity they've had. Um, besides, I guess kissing or sometimes, but. Since they've had, they've had since they got married, yeah, and she and she thought it was gonna be a more flirtatious um gesture gesture or you know just event of outing they had you know what I mean because everybody else kind of did some different kind of excursion you know so they um decided to do the spa thing but he didn't he didn't really bite on the flirtation like he didn't he didn't seize the moment like this girl is like hanging on brown you know like. She, even though she's getting rubbed on and stuff like that by other people, you can't see nothing. But sometimes with men, that just a thought of you naked beside me, gonna make you talk a little that talk, that sexual mm. talk. And he wasn't talking none of that. Seemed like according she to what we saw, that talk. she wanted a little bit of that talk, you know, to get her mind to thinking like, oh, he want this, but he ain't gonna have this. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And she ain't get, he ain't give her none of that. Cause we do things, women, we do things to make a man say. Or do certain things. Like she kind of probably picked that activity for it to be a little bit more intimate or flirtatious. And she didn't get Touchy that. Feely. Mm-hmm. She didn't get that. She initiated. And then also, like, okay, um, I just feel like and then he just really gotta kind of like take her back and just try to more so worry about the moment as well. But he's he don't want to spend the whole honeymoon hopping about the what ifs, but he needs to kind of seize the moment. Like this is what this is the kind of woman you got. So embrace it. Mm-hmm. Embrace it. So um But he's also not being his one hundred authentic self either. He's not. Because he has had previous relationships where sex was the main focus. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to not make it the main focus, but he's also 
not letting his personality shine through all the way with her. Yeah, because he's because I think, friends on. I think she's trying to show that she's willing or open mm-hmm. to being more intimate with him, but he's not giving her any kind of act right with at that. All. Not yeah. at all. And yeah. it's like making her probably feel a little bit insecure. A little bit. Because mm-hmm. it's like you're hearing all this chatter about him saying, Oh, he gonna blow your back blow out. Blow my back and out. She's looking like what? He ain't even trying to touch me for real. Like, okay. what do you mean? Yeah, and Clint, Clint spilled the beans on that. So in the group little setting, he gonna say, "Hey, Eris, have you blown your wife back out?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, Clint, you just doing word vomit after word vomit after word vomit yeah. today. But yeah, so he was like, he let it be known that Eris wanted to blow his wife back out. That was before he ever met Jasmine, though. So now that he's met Jasmine. And he don't really like her body style and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He ain't trying to blow her back out. Mm-hmm. Like he told the guys on the bachelor mm-hmm. uh, bachelor party. So, yeah. Eris, you know, hey, I, I, you're not my favorite. You're not my favorite on here. I'm letting you know. Oh, it's obvious. It's obvious, guys. It's obvious. <laughs> um, Next couple we'll talk about will be Nicole and Chris. Right. And so they are, what, in a hammock? Yeah, they start off in a little hammock, which is so cute. I love hammocks. And I love them when they're big like that, where two people can get in them. And that's so romantic. Like, I me and my husband, Honeymoon, was in uh, Hawaii. And we, one of our, even though we're in beautiful Hawaii, some of the fondest memories and most intimate, like, other than, you know, okay, the hotel now. But the intimate moments were, like, in the hammock. Like, we really, like, cuddled and really just talked you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh in the hammock so I, I liked that it was cute and it was perfect setting and then they started talking about um their sex lives in the past right so he had been in a relationship with um with little sex you know for like a year or more and they only had sex three times okay? oh yeah we talking about chris right yeah chris chris yeah we talking about nicole and chris and it's like that's a red flag to me why? When it comes to him, why? Because you're in a relationship. If Now, if you're in a relationship and it's all wait till we get married, yeah. If you're in a relationship and it's like, okay, we celibate, you know what I mean? Makes so sense. It makes sense. Just zero sex should be in those. But if you're open that floodgates of we are not waiting till nothing, we're not sustain, uh, abstaining, you know, then no why, why, yeah, why is it just only three times? Hmm. You know what I mean? Because most people who are sexually active, they have sex more more than that in over a year's time in this day and age. So it makes it speaks volumes to his um, sexual drive, or if he is is you know pleasurable in that way in in that arena in the bedroom. Yeah, you know, he so mentioned that. That's 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 um definitely. It got my uh mind like, oh, oh, is she gonna like him in bed? Then he said another another relationship he had where they used sex all the time and they was like solving their problems. Like, you know, they had sex every time. You know, they had a disagreement to get, you know, makeup sex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, hey, okay, well he got he somebody else liked sex, so okay, well, he may Nicole may ha- may like it, you know what I mean? But then Nicole take her butt on there talking about some she about to be the she was a side chick in one of her relationships. She let she done spilled the beans. She done yeah. dropped bombs. Yes. She dropped some bombs about how her relationship previously 
the guy was like, um, she was into him, and she was like, well, we ain't having enough sex. He like, we ain't having enough sex. She was like, well, apparently he was yeah. having sex, but not with her. Uh-huh. So it's like, uh, ain't so that some crap? He haven't said with all these women, you probably be the main chick, but you really the side chick because he ain't had no sex with you. You can't you can't recall y'all having sex. He can't he don't think he done missed you. Right. Missed your sex. So that makes me like, oh Nicole, you ain't got no good sex. <laughs> he can't remember you. You know. I mean wow. So we're gonna see about this home life for this. And, and then she had a relationship one time where they did it all the time, but um, he didn't really like her like that. He didn't like her, and she and she felt she felt devalued. And I'm like, okay, I can see that because if you're a person, you're a woman for sure, a woman who giving yourself to a guy, hoping that he stay or hoping that um, you know, you 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 doing everything he wants you to do, and you know, all this, and then he just can take you or leave you, but you all, you know, you're giving yourself away to this man, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like that, that will definitely mess with her mental. And I know it's a lot of ladies, y'all can relate. It can, it can mess with your mental as far as that's concerned. Cause you know, sex is just not sex. It's actually a spiritual thing you're supposed to have right? with somebody you truly, truly love. And so we'll get into that in another episode too, about the sex. But, um, but I just think this this episode here, I mean, this uh, conversation they had definitely spoke volumes and they definitely let each other know the transparency they were willing to have about this t- talk of sex. Then they went to kayaking, right? Right. And um, I'm, I'm wanna, I want to kayak now with my husband. He likes stuff like that. I'm like, okay, if Nicole can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know? So And she made a comment saying, like, the kayaking was kind of like their marriage where they're both just, you know, Paddling, paddling away, away. <laughs> and don't know what they're doing. But they got to they got to do everything together, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure everybody stays straight. Because you can't be one person can't be paddling the whole time. You are gonna be going the same way that person go, right? You know, and then the other person can't be doing all the paddling. You are gonna go that. You can go left. You are gonna go right. Mm-hmm. But you got to do enough. Both got to do enough to be stay straight. Got to be in sync. And she had a great analogy on that. And the Bible says, "How can two walk together except, except they, they be agreed. agreed?" Come on, Amos. Mm-hmm. I'm on the book of Amos. All right. So then they were talking about. So what I what was funny to me was they talked about cleanliness. They talked about like home life, right? They were like, well, "How are you when it comes to you know um, the laundry or the dishes?" Oh yeah. Ooh, and, yeah. And Chris, no, he nasty. Her, uh, her, her, her pet peeve. Start out with that first. Oh yeah. She yeah, don't yeah. like slow moving people. Slow, yeah. And, and like, I like get that. out of her way. Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. That's and then. He, his pet peeve was um, dishes. Like, don't leave dishes in the sink. And he yeah. had a brother, was his roommate at one point, and he would always tell his brother to wash the dishes. He never would do it. So, he would get tired up. of it, and he'll just go ahead and just clean, clean them anyway. Yeah. So, I kind of like, you know, I can understand that you can't get tired of cleaning up after someone else. Yeah. And then he going to spill the beans about, he dropped some bombs about his. His cleaning, he's uh, cleaning the sheets, his laundry. Girl. He only washes clothes once a month. It's like, don't wash do his you sheets. have enough clothes that there are no repeats of the same outfit? Where you can have a month, you have 30 outfits, 31 outfits? Girl, I, I doubt it. Type or do you like, like keep wearing the same five or six outfits? Like with me, and you get like more with me, underwear. I got like so many freaking underwear. 
to where I, I don't really wash them like but once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the un, my underclothes. But clothes, clothes, because you got clothes for work, you got clothes for, you know, uh, just hanging out, lounging clothes, you know, stuff like that. So you got to wash those things kind of frequent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't see how he ain't, ain't washed in the whole month. He don't, he don't take me as a person that got 30 draws. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like me, you know, I could go. I could go through that. You got, you got your sexy draws. You got your, you got your, you got your cycle draws. You got all kind of different draws. You got the, you got the draws that make you lift you your butt lift up. You don't want to say panties. You know, well, panties. How about that? The panties. <laughs> the panties. <laughs> okay, the sexy panties. You got the cycle panties. All these different kind of panties. So I got so many draws, so many panties, y'all. But you said I can do a thirty days. Chris does not. I don't think Chris got enough boxes of briefs, whatever he will. You saying he got? Uh-uh. You saying he got a pack of ten? He probably got that same pack of ten, and he. Oh <laughs> <my God. laughs> why you ain't watching? Why you ain't watching Chris? Allegedly. Allegedly. And then he got dogs in the bed with him. Yes. Now you should clean that more frequently. No, you sir. take the dog for a walk. When the dog go outside, dog feet nasty from from the ground. Why you letting dog in your sheets? And you ain't wash them in a month either. Oh, and then she was like, "I got you, babe." She's like, "I wash all the time, so I'm gonna just." No, she said, "The sheets gonna get washed every week." She just put it on there. The sheets gonna get washed every week. I'm gonna handle that. So I like, girl, go ahead, Nicole. Go on, be a wife, girl. You're laying in filth if you don't. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Next couple is Kirsten, Kirsten and Shaq. They're our last couple for you know. Um, and they were cute. Yeah, they had the little dance lesson. I think they did good. They vibe really well. She saw a different side of him. Mm-hmm. Then she started to like him. I think so. I, I feel like dancing is definitely romantic. It kind of gets you if you haven't had, you know, been uh, intimate. <gasps> it kind of makes you get a glimpse of that person how they are intimate. I want a man that can dance. Every guy I talk to, they all say the same Girl. thing. They cannot dance. Yes. Like what is going on? Yes, yes, yes. What's wrong with you? I ain't a married man. I can't dance. I told y'all that last time. So, but he, hey, we, we, yeah. it's, it's a great relationship. They are building that. There's natural... one thing that you just don't have, but hey, mm-hmm. but yeah. So, um, <laughs> Kirsten and Shank are building that natural chemistry. Yeah, you know, that's what she really wants. Thinks that it will sustain a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. But she also spread the beans about you know telling him that how she don't really like him joking as much. Mm-hmm. You know. He jokes a lot too, and she just kind of feel like, man, chill out. You know, you're just doing too much. And then he can't, he gotta get offended by that. Mm-hmm. And which she had every right to be, because I think Kirsten's not a good argue person. She didn't really plead her case well, and she didn't explain herself well enough for him to understand what she truly, truly means. And he took it like, you trying to change me, you don't want me to be myself. And his responses, he was like, you know, hey. Just try to stop joking so much. Mm-hmm. And he finally understood. Yeah. He finally understood. They, they hugged it out. And, you know, he's open to being his authentic self. Right. And, um, you know, he, he he can't help it. But hopefully she, you know, they, they they get on the same page with that, you know. Yeah. But why that girl call him Marty the King? And I feel like he got a problem with being speech, <laughs> speech checked. Model the king, he have a dream that he want to be Mike Epps. Like, make up your mind. You Mike Epps or you Martin Luther King. So, it's like, it's it's a total drastic change. So, I feel like 
she's like, hey, you know, you're giving me too much right now. Just tone it down sometime with the with the joking. Mm-hmm. But let's get into these group meetups. So all the girls got together. All the guys got together. They started spilling the tea about where we are with, you know, how my relationship going. And it really be honest because they had a group activity with everybody. Mm-hmm. And Clint cut the food. But then now they all going to go their separate ways. Guys with the guys, girls with the girls. So let's get into it with the guys. You know, Chris was saying how, um, you know, that Chris going to spill the beans and say Gina was sexy. He don't know why Clint that don't. Was, that, that wasn't him, was it? I yes, Jenna. I, 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 I thought McKinley said she was sexy. McKinley said. Oh, yeah, McKinley said. I'm sorry. McKinley. He yeah, was saying, he was like, dude, I don't know what's wrong yeah, with you. I think, she, I think oh she's God. sexy. I think she's hot. Yes, yes, yes. I'm like, sorry, guys. It was McKinley. And I'm like, your wife going to watch this back. Okay, so right. it was so much tea. Drama. Everybody looked at him like, oop, you, you said it on camera? Somebody, wife is sexy? Because, like I said, Clint had complained about her talking about the salon too much. And then, like I said, Chris, now, like, and um, McKinley was saying, like, okay, I've had a business before. You do talk about it. It's, it's your baby. You know, I, I mentioned that earlier mm-hmm. myself. And so then, um, Ares was like, I'm not too attracted to Jasmine. You know. He was like, she's worn, like, beauty pageants. And I still but don't do it. She don't do it for he me. He was like, like she just like a four. Because he want to see like, He want to Serena Williams booty. He yeah. wants to see Serena Williams booty, Megan Stallion booty. Which Serena's is real, but I don't think Megan Stallion's is real. It's allegedly. Mm. She looks like she got a, you know, surgery. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know for sure. But hey, it does seem a little bit not proportion. But um, is she from Texas? It might be real. It may be real. Yeah, it could be for real. Cause she is from Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, we boo delicious down there. Cornbread fed. Cornbread fed. Let me take that back. So, um, but Aris. It's kind of like, like she ain't got too much. She ain't got booty in, in her pants for him. And um, it's just, I feel like he body shaming. And then Clint trying to tell Chris, he too nice. He need to put his foot down. Yeah. With freaking Nicole. Because Nicole going to run over him. I can see that a little bit, Clint, but that ain't your place, dog. I mean, he was really smart. Isn't she from New York? You know, it was like, you're she, a sauce, she's going to run over you. I can already see that right now. Everybody was like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you got a firecracker over there. You know, she's small, but she packs a punch and all this stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, then. Yeah, like a pipe down, dude. Like, you know, and the man like, run his household. Yeah, Chris is like, give him a chance. Like, he, he said, like, a, he said, Clint always needs, like, a wow, uh, you know, an uh-huh. moment. A uh-huh. moment. Yeah, he got a, he, he does have that fact that he want to be, like, the person that just, Know it all. Know it all and take charge of the conversation mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But that's just how the guys went. The girls, y'all, I mean, uh, Jasmine always complaining about, you know, he, you know, Aries ain't been in love. And, and, and Nicole, now she was stressing, she was saying she's stressing about how both of them, her, her and Chris, never lived with anybody. So I think that that can be a little bit of a stress. You know, it can be stressful knowing, like, how are we going to actually co-mingle, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And they just had to talk about the laundry and the dishes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she probably worried about how funky them done she's going to be. Because she was you know? like, when we get back, we both have a stressful week. They got all them dogs, too. They got dogs yeah, they got and dogs. stuff. So yeah, that house. Mm. Yeah, so she's probably stressing out because of the cleanliness and stuff. And then, like I said, Dom uh, doesn't like, you know, Matt complaining. She mentioned that to the girls. And she don't like his sense of humor. And then same thing with Kirsten. You know, Kirsten was like, what do y'all think about, you know, having sex and stuff? 
you know, and, and then uh, with your husband, if you don't like it. And then Dom, like, it's a store down the street with some batteries. Like, she, like she going to use some toys and stuff. I'm like, Dom, Dom, mm. you really going there, Dom? Apparently. <laughs> and then, like I said, all the ladies, like, all the ladies agreed that Clint was totally wrong talking about Gina's body. Uh-huh. You know, and I feel like. They feel, all feel like they were so offended. So offended. Oh, my God. So offended. So so offended. So, and everybody, everybody on the episode felt that way. And so they 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 ended the episode blowing up. So they confronted each other the next day. Clint and Gina got into it again, and mm. Gina was trying to let him know, like everybody on my side, dude, you know you did wrong. But then he like you did wrong for calling me ginger. That's offensive. That is mm-hmm. offensive. That's just like okay, I dated guys as black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying gender is a race, but sometimes people separate them from a regular blonde hair, blue eyed white person. Yeah. We didn't know they discriminated against them like that. They're saying, you know, you're the red headed stepchild. Red headed stepchild. So them, it's like it's a little bit different. Bad. Well, but why though? I don't I don't get it. We don't we don't know. We gotta ask somebody white. Because huh? then he said something about their skin. Their skin is more pale. Uh-huh. Compared to I guess everybody they, they don't really tan. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just I don't hey, know the backstory with that. Me either, but hey. But that's a but he you know he he got a little bit of his side too like okay I could be offended by you calling me ginger you know and um you hurt me first but you know in the end of the day how he did it for the everybody it really it really spoke volumes and it really hurt her cut her deep so um and she walked off on the show and stuff and she went back to the room he like you did it on yourself like he like dude you don't understand take ownership of what you said he could have apologized and he could have reassured her mm-hmm. he said that i didn't mean it that way i was not talking about you i was just talking about my past but my thing is you could have reassured her in that moment and say you know what i like you i think you're wonderful i think you're beautiful you know that might have been what i used to like or you know but i'm open to developing the chemistry between you and i he could have said something along those lines make her feel better and just just ate that particular argument but he that did. comment and moved on because both of them have said things about each other. Yeah. So he could have just, you know, like you know what, you're right. I shouldn't have said it like that, and you and know, move on and move you on. I mean? and, and that would have been it. Yeah. But he, I can't. I'm looking forward to the next uh, episode, and um, you know, with all oh, the shenanigans. Oh, is going to tell Jasmine that she's in the friend, the friend zone. zone. Yeah. So we're gonna have to take us. Hey, want to look at that too, honey, for next week. Can't wait the next week, y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh, made at first sight. All right, let's get into Real Housewives of Potomac. This was the grand finale episode. And boy, was it juicy. Juicy. So, I mean, it started out, you know, real cute. Like I say, uh, Ashley, you know, took um, Dean yeah. to a little mother-son date, which was cute. She mm-hmm. got a little tea. And everything like that. It was just really nice. I I want to do that uh, one day with Trevor. It was so cute. Um, but then things go a little left again with the mess. And Mia want to bring, want to want to call Karen and tell Karen everything that was said that Cherie said about Karen. All sleeping in the bathroom, you know, like having sex in the bathroom and all allegedly, that. But, allegedly, allegedly, with, allegedly. We don't know nothing about Karen. Don't know nothing about Karen. Not not we really don't. But I'm just saying what we heard, what we saw, what was heard on the show. And on the show, Cherie said she had sex with a uh, worker at the, at the restaurant, at the mm-hmm. bar. So, 
Mia and, didn't take no time saying that. And so all this, she brought a bone. She to, came to her like, I'm your friend. I'm your rider. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you what happened. But then she didn't want to tell, she didn't want to defend her. Yeah, because Karen said, what did you them? say? She stirred the pot What did you say when they said it about me? And she was like, well, I just, I ain't know what to say. I'm sorry. I ain't, I ain't defend you, friend. She, she, she like, said, maybe I should have. Uh-huh. And she should have. She should have. And so, um, if that's your friend, you know, um, there's so much went on. Um, then, um, Candace is getting ready for her video release party. Katrina, yeah. And I think that was good. Um, Giselle and her daughters had um like a dinner and she was talking about how Well the ice cream date. Well, yeah, I can tell you ice cream date, candy and, shop, and whatever. She talking about her fibroids and stuff like that. Yeah. And they just didn't understand, you know, the cysts and stuff like that. They didn't understand <laughs> the <laughs> reproductive system. Yeah. So that was just she funny. Was like, oh and my cute. god, how are you gonna pee? Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm how this gonna be working down there. That works, darling. But <laughs> But that was, I mean, I'm glad she sat them down and, and told them all together about what her health issues going on. Mm-hmm. Um, say they would, okay, so back on um, Candace's, um, you know, album, the video release thing, you know, Giselle wanted to talk to Chris about it. And he was like, this is not the time and place about this mess. Like, this is my wife. Like, I don't want to talk to you. You know what I mean? And she mm-hmm. was like, well, my husband will talk to you when he read it. Like, not, it's not the day to day. Why does everybody want to have these confrontations? And somebody is moment when they know, have other yeah. people there, like they don't have that to their do family, with it. Their, their real friends. They're like, real. why do you guys want to bring that the drama. opportunity? But they be so good at home now for us now. We be, mm-hmm. we be ready for the mess, but I don't be wanting to let them do all that mess in front of everybody and all that kind of stuff. And so, back on the mess at that same event, the Karen, Mia, Giselle issue with the whole mm-hmm. bathroom and, and Sharice. So they want to spill all that tea. Karen made sure every time they brought this stuff up, she made sure Ray go sit over there. Go go. Excuse us, Ray. Get that <laughs> yeah, she won't ready to hear none of this mess, honey. No, she that was tea not having piping hot, baby. Piping hot, and Karen never denied any of that. She just said she just got mad she about said, it. I'm not defending I hear her. You, but I'm not, not listening. listening. Yeah, and so that makes me feel like the streets is a little bit allegedly right. Allegedly, mm-hmm. it seems like you're not doing a good job, Karen, to tell us that it's not true that you're not sleeping around on Ray. And, and all she had to say to Mia, well, about Mia, was like, no one in the restaurant knew Mia in, uh, what's it called? She checked P- she she and they said County. I don't even know her. Is it County or Prince George County? I believe so. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, girl, you're not, you're just like one on this situation. Like, you're not really denying it. You're just getting mad about somebody saying something to you about it. Yeah. About and, your mess. But you didn't deny it. And, and she's so, like, Ray, why don't you just go ahead and go over there? It's and then they end up leaving, girl. It's nothing. You know, let's talk about it, you know. And, you know, it, just, it was just really crazy. And she got mad at Sharice again. Was like, why are you up here in my face, and darling? And like, you're breathing in my air. And like, I'm Sharice like, well, shoot, it's the why truth. are you here? She Sharice said, like, I have a lot about anything. And she was like, you know, I hear you. I'm not listening. She kept on, that's not lying. Uh-huh. This episode, like. She wanted to be above them. She, cause she the grand zone. She wanted to be above them with her responses. But baby, just let everybody know if it's true or not. You mm-hmm. know, and you feel like you don't have to give them that. But just give us that at the home, honey. We want to make sure that our Karen is not, it's, it's faithful. I just, I just can't see Karen like that. I don't know. I can't because he's so done. Oh, I, I mean, I like, I, I, I like Karen. I like Karen. I know, true. like I said, it could be true. 
It can be, but we don't know because all this stuff is alleged. Yeah, stuff is we alleged. don't know. We don't know. We just reporting it, honey, as we see it on the show. Okay. Right. So moving on, y'all, you know, Robin and Juan got married. The wedding was beautiful. She ended up, you know, getting like a connection. Their home, the was, their home was pretty too. When she talking to her parents. Oh, yeah, She finally told them about the wedding. And her yeah, mama she... was not happy about that, them not going. So they're glad they end up having it locally at in, in the Potomac area. Mm-hmm. So where everybody and their family could come. And it was so, so beautiful. You know, the water behind them. It was just amazing. I just love all those flowers. It was really pretty. Yes. Shout out to Robin um, and all that. So I am looking forward to the reunion. Oh, before that, um, Wendy and Mia. Oh, yeah. Oh, Wendy confronted Mia about that. Cootergate. Oh. So both of them are not fessing up to who wanted to do who, who approached who with the whole. It seems like this time, Wendy said that Mia, Mia approached her. her and then like actually like oh yeah she did yeah you know so it's like, like the story when she was when Mia brought us everybody last week eating boxes and okay oh my and, and then Mandy said I would let you th- I would have thought about if you asked me like what I, what in the world like what is this coming to my thing is how can that one comment make you be so curious and open to that I don't get it yeah but we gonna hey we gonna find out more and more of that Find out what really went on. Hopefully, Andy put those questions in his little uh, questionnaire for the girls at the reunion because I'm ready to look, um, <laughs> ready to tune in mm-hmm. for that. Right, honey. But uh, we love, love, love Potomac. Great um, episode. Like I said, I like, I really love Robin's wedding. That was mm-hmm. the best um, part about this episode for mm-hmm. the finale. Now right. let's get into your travel tips, darling. Travel tips is gonna be, um, you know, they are in the beautiful. Palladium, Grand Palladium in uh, Jamaica, man. and I really, really love the excursion they did with the horseback riding through the ocean. And so I would advise you guys to, whenever you are traveling, you know, internationally, just hey, go on an excursion, okay? I know it costs a little bit extra than what you are, you know, you may go on an all inclusive, you got your food and your drinks free, you know, included. But hey, try to do an excursion, guys, yeah. and live a little. Get you off know? the island. Get off yeah. the island. And do some amazing, amazing things. Like I said, um, I really want to do horseback riding like that. That really made me like really want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's my travel tip. And as always, guys, you know, please like and subscribe. Give us a review of this channel and of this podcast, guys. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and um TikTok. TikTok. Uh like us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and um, you know, just comment what you think about the episode. We love to hear from you guys on our social media handles and like i say as always we end the show with uh visualize the life you want and make it visible all right bye guys